0: Yeah, man. ladies and gentlemen it's a homie rodrigo torres jr that's right or should we uh weaponize it in uh, mad uh, american um fashion this is rod torres jr and i'm running for president <laughs> what's up ladies and gentlemen for too long for too long for too long as Stephen patrick morris he says for too long have we've heard each other's voices well uh usually you guys are just hearing this one but uh i would love to hear your voice so if you have any um uh any questions uh feel free to email me at uh yeah man podcast at gmail.com or you want to make it a little personal hit it at rodrigo torres jr at yahoo.com send the direct link you know what i'm saying that's r-o-d-r-i-g-o-t-o-r-r-e-s-j-r at yahoo and that's a yeah man podcast at gmail.com and that's y-e-a-m-a-n-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and uh, i have a question for you guys uh uh, would you guys like uh, to change the name of the podcast, the title, uh, by adding a yeah, <laughs> adding a yeah, 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 man, uh, adding a H at the end of the A to uh, be uh, spelled correctly? Uh, yeah, man. A uh, couple folks, a uh, couple people, uh, have been uh, telling me about it. It's like, I don't understand why it's just, yeah, man. Um, wouldn't it be better? I mean, as far as like searching for it, yeah, man. So uh, that's been brought to my attention, and uh, yeah, man, so I uh, just had a question for you guys, the listeners, uh, uh, to be quite frank, um, and thank you very much for all you folks for all the birthday wishes, um, I was a flabbergasted, to be quite frank, uh, I was very surprised, and uh, thank you very much for all the love on uh, social media, and uh, all those uh, other uh, platforms, and yeah, man. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can't uh, move uh, around this world with a little uh, bit of uh, encouragement and thank yous. And uh, just to go back to the uh, title thing. uh, Yeah, man. uh, It looks cool. It sounds cool. Yeah, man. The way it's now, but uh, the way it is uh, now, but I would just like uh, some feedback on that. And uh, what else is happening here? How you guys doing? That's my question. You know, you guys doing all right or what? Everything cool? I hope everything's cool. You guys look cool, right? You guys are doing cool? Everybody's cool, right? One thing I've been checking out lately is, uh, uh, if you guys remember the movie uh, Goodfellas and uh, the movie uh, The Wedding Singer, there's a gentleman by the name of Frank Severo. He's the one that was on those uh, pictures. And a uh, very distinct uh, bushy-eyed Italian. <laughs> and by me, bushy-eyed, bushy, had, uh, bushy uh, eyebrows. <laughs> Uh, but if you guys, uh, if you guys are into that stuff, that mob stuff, uh, that stuff that I'm into, um, you guys will like to, um, uh, you guys will like, uh, to check him out, man. And he's on Instagram, uh, doing a bunch of videos, uh. Uh, daily videos he's a great cook from what i understand if you guys uh know uh, mc pancho who's been on the podcast on the what's up full podcast he was a guest there um his wife chamorita was also on there And uh mc pancho is from the harbor area uh and uh, he's a longshoreman he has a crazy story about growing up his folks and his brother however uh he's a friend of Fink's, frank uh, severo and uh there's some pictures on uh, both of their uh Instagram pages, uh, there's photos, videos, and, uh, yeah, I don't even know why I even started looking at his, uh, Instagram, Frank Severo's, uh, Instagram, but (laughs) he's a very cool and, uh, distinct voice, uh, but, um, yeah, man, he, uh, (laughs) he, uh, (laughs) he kills me, dude, with his voice, you know, and he has a catchphrase, and it's, uh, his catchphrase is, uh, and, uh, he opens up his, uh, videos that way. And if you remember the Goodfellas in the intro part where he's all, um, you know, Nicky eyes, this is, uh, uh, this is, uh, Frankie two times. Cause he says everything twice. I'm going to get the papers. I'm going to get the papers. Uh, but when he goes to Frank Severo uh, and please, I uh, apologize for, uh, um, not even remembering uh, the character name on, um. Uh, Goodfellas, but he's all, and I guess it's he's a Sicilian, uh, a town, an immigrant, by the way, as well. Um, and uh, he's been on The Godfather 2 as well. He's a uh, video Corleone's uh, friend in uh, the beginning, uh, which is played by Robert De Niro. And uh, <laughs> his catchphrase is, uh, hey, but he says, uh, something else. Um, after on uh, the good fellas intro It's Hey, Casaric, como te va? And I, uh, and I guess casarich is, hey, how's it going And como te va, like, you know With this um, a very restricted uh, Language uh, Or uh, understanding on Sicilian, I think it's Hey, how's it going? But Casarich uh, from what I understand I looked it up a little bit I had to do some research And uh, I guess it's a type of pasta which goes back to the you know Frank uh, Severo is a, like a really good cook. So check out his Instagram page it's under Frank Severo in the uh, E Kasarich. Uh, this is your friend uh, Frank Severo. You might uh, recognize me or know me uh, from um, a couple of uh, movies, films, you know. The Goodfellas, uh Godfather 2 in the the wedding singer what Adam Sandler You know Casaric So if you hear me saying Casaric uh, We used to say Del Piso In uh, the infancy of the What's Up Full podcast But uh, yeah Been messing around with that word lately It's Very cool And I love uh, Everything Italian You know Sicilian Even more Casaric Um, and, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, I hope you guys are noticing, uh, right now. Uh, this is probably, uh, I would say up until now, um, uh, in the history of the, uh, man podcast podcast, uh, I have, uh, I hope it sounds good to you guys. Cause I have, um, uh, different way how, how, uh, we're, we are uh, recording the podcast now. Uh, I want to, uh, bring the best sound to you guys. Um, and I know a couple guy, a couple people like uh, commented in the past. What's up? What's up with that thing in the background? Or what are you recording with? It sounds like crud. And um, what I did now, instead of the uh, Zoom recorder, uh, and then running it through GarageBand, I'm going directly with what a device. It's called an interface that hooks up to the computer, and uh, that way it's a uh, compressed studio quality. And uh, the uh, cloud lifter um, in there that, and it's weird because I went to guitar center and the guy just shifted me in another direction I wish I would have went this direction originally but you know you live and you learn you know so now that uh, this method now is with an interface which has both those components uh, a compression and a, a cloud lift off of the sound that way it sounds uh, uh, really uh, in a broadcasting quality fashion. And there's a bunch of things I can do uh, now. And again, this is a DIY podcast. Um, I've been lagging because, I don't know, I just feel weird, you know? Like I told you guys last time, this isn't the state of things. But you know what? That's life. We can't get bummed out. We got to keep moving forward, you know? Uh, There's a phrase in Spanish or saying saying in Spanish, un paso para atrás, dos pasos para adelante. One step back, two steps forward. So uh yeah man. So I got this. I feel good. I got a new um I guess here what you can call a a mic stand, but it's like the arm swivel, so that's way now I don't have to worry about something being um all up front. You know what I mean? Or uh, or facing down or holding the mic like I'm doing stand up. So I feel better. And this is for the home ones. Um when I do uh go out um and record um ones with the guest i will uh be bringing the interface with me that way you can get the best quality the only thing i ain't gonna have the hands f- free like i do in my little man cave in my little studio in my little right here at the honeycomb hideout you know what i mean and a uh, shout out to all the listeners on soundcloud uh thank you very much for listening uh you guys uh rock uh yo top countries united states the greatest country in the world you know The greatest country. Yo, shout out to uh, Los Angeles, Anaheim, Phoenix, Arizona, the Russian Federation. Why, I don't know. But it got 27 listeners over there. Shout out to Andrew Dice Clay. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing nothing be- more beautiful than a Jew playing in Italian. You know what I mean? Kasarich, from Brooklyn to the world. And uh, shout-out to uh, Indonesia, too. Uh, shout-out to um, all the folks who listen to uh, me on the SoundCloud uh, Android app, uh, the SoundCloud iOS um, app, uh, all you uh, third-party apps out there, RSS feeds, um, everybody on the Apple, everybody on um, the Apple iPhone, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, um, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Twitter audio card, the Castbox podcast player, in DuckDuckGo.com dot uh, com, Google dot com, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, I'm just looking at the little stats here, and uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for, um, dude, listening to the podcast. It means the world to me, right? And uh, shout out to all the folks uh, from last week that we um we went out uh, to uh, Visalia, California. Uh, didn't show with the uh, Felipe. It was me. Johnny Roque, Chuck Bartel from Minneapolis, Minnesota. right. Hey. So we took off to Visalia. Uh, it was cool, you know, easy drive, two and a half hours, two and a half hours from Los Angeles. And um, yeah, man, we had fun, dude. It was cool. It was a quick trip, dude. You know, when they're kicked. Kick the show in the balls, you know what I mean? Visalia is always good. You guys kick ass, Visalia. We love you. Um, everybody rocked it. It was uh, it was great, dude. It was a great show. But, you know, time to go to bed. We went to bed pretty early. I think we were in bed by like midnight at 1130. And, uh, yeah, dude, woke up in the morning, uh, took off at 9 just to catch the storm. Yeah, man. It was raining. Dude, it was it was coming down, not as bad as that one time we drove from uh, San Antonio to Houston. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to Toby Hicks. Uh, that was uh, crazy. There was lightning and like tornadoes off into the, uh, to the uh, to the side away, you know, and uh, that was crazy, dude. So. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody that went out to the shows. So, uh, yeah, we drove up, and by the time we got to the Grapevine, there was already a couple wrecks, and there was a nasty wreck up there in the Grapevine, you know. You got uh, some delays. But, uh, yeah, man, we uh, drove all the way to Coachella, Spotlight 29. Thank you very much to uh, all the raza that went out there to Coachella. Entiendes? It's an honor to play in your city. Shout out to Edwards James almost, Porque te digo una cosa I'll tell you one thing It means a lot And to be honest It means the world And yeah man Uh Spotlight 29 Casino was lit over there In Coachella man In Chinchilla man uh, Same lineup for the shows And uh yeah man we had a great time dude I had a really 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 good time on stage Um and it's just one of those uh, those times. It's just magical. You don't think about your set. You just go. You add a couple little things in there, dude. And it just it felt so natural, so right, dude. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I had that feeling in uh, Denver, uh, Colorado, dude, at the Paramount Theater when I went up there, and uh, I just did my thing, but also riffed in a couple lines and um, a couple jokes, and uh, those were like pest control jokes. <laughs> and uh, i started using the mic stand a little bit more got a little bit more physical and um and shout out to the folks that were out there for new years by the way and um if i haven't already gave you guys props but yeah it was good dude it was uh, i was uh, using the mic stand acting like it was a G, and what a G is it's a sprayer that uh people in the pest control injury in, injury industry uh, use and yeah man it felt so natural dude so um yeah, like a little flash of uh, lightning, and same thing for uh, Coachella. Man, I had fucking fun, dude. It was tight. It was uh, it was extraordinary. If you know what I mean, right? So yeah, uh, shout out to all those folks, and also uh, let me uh, quick plug for the shows that we have coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Birmingham, Alabama, coming up. Um, I will be with the um, the fool, and that's. Uh, Kicking off on uh, Friday, February 15th, that's uh, 7 p.m. is the first show. Uh, Next show is Saturday, uh, February 16th, 6.30 p.m. and 8.45 p.m. show, and Sunday, uh, February 17th, and that's a 6.30 p.m. show. Birmingham and Alabama, if you guys know anything about Birmingham, you can go back and uh, get a bunch of uh, info there with uh, the rich history it has – with the uh, civil rights movement, and uh, that's going to be right there, uh, February fifteenth to the seventeenth, and that's going to be at the Stardome Comedy Club. That's one eight one eight. Data Drive in Hoover, Alabama 35244. And um, if you guys are out there, you listen to this podcast, uh, hit me up, dude, and I can hook you up with uh, a couple passes of the show. And we would love to see you out there. Um, it's going to be a uh, kick ass. And I can't wait to go because last time they had a good barbecue spot. I forgot what it was called, though, but it was uh, right there next to the hotel. But what I didn't do last time and uh, I kind of regretted it, but thank God uh, we're going back, is uh, going to the uh, Civil Rights Museum there in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And if you guys uh, know anything about Birmingham, the actual name, there's a Birmingham England man, and I believe uh, that's where Ozzy Osbourne is from. Yeah, that's where I met Sharon. (laughs) I don't think that's where he met Sharon. I think he was married to another lady at that uh, time before her. But I don't know if he was married or not. Anyhow, but he's from Birmingham, England. Birmingham, England, man. Or that's where Black Sabbath is from. Man, we need a fact checker in here. You're just giving us a bunch of false information, Mr. Torres. That's right, bro. So, we have uh, those shows in uh, Birmingham, and uh, next, uh, we're going to be in um, Raleigh, North Carolina. In Rally, spell R-A-L-E e-i-g-h rally is in sir walter rally not as in a uh, rally burger <laughs> r-a-l-l-y right <laughs> and that's gonna be friday uh, february 22nd through the uh, 24th friday february 22nd we have two shows seven thirty and 9 45 p.m saturday is uh Uh, The 23rd, which is going to be 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. And Sunday, the last show, is February 24th at 7 p.m. And that's going to be at the brand new uh, uh, Rally uh, Improv is what it's uh, uh, called now. And that's 1224 Parkside Main Street in um, Cary, North Carolina and uh 27519 if you guys want to call the place ask for tickets um it's 919 829 i have performed a one-nighter there uh quite some time ago and uh, that's the first time i was uh introduced to coconut flavored whiskey and that whiskey is uh tough dude it's kind of like moonshine ish it's just really 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 powerful I remember my uncle one time told me uh, he was a, he's a, he likes whiskey like scotch whiskey, Johnny Walker. And he I'm asked him one time, you don't drink Jack or anything? He's on Nope. I'm like, "Why? Está muy fuerte." <laughs> I guess it's too strong, but you get that like it's like, you know, getting kicked in the head by a horse, dude. <laughs> i just seen an internet video of that i was like oh my god i didn't see the other part but i was like whoa jesus dude so yeah man please join us over there at the rally improv i know i gave you guys a number for tickets it's going to be friday um february 22nd to the 24th but hit me up on the dl and i'll see what i can do to get you some passes if you guys are out there so rally north carolina and birmingham alabama we coming at you casarich (laughs) <laughs> yeah man so what else is cracking oh yeah man political ain't we we was talking about that a little bit um yeah we were talking about that a little bit uh just with everybody uh declaring running for president <laughs> we found out that cory Booker has a girlfriend oh <laughs> you uh who else is running uh elizabeth warren warren <laughs> one little two little indians you know ain't that like kind of lame dude they're like a full-blown white lady and nothing against white people i've never been the comedian fuck check out white people what the fuck white people bro white people i've never been uh one of those uh um hating on uh white people comic uh it's funny because one time uh i got off stage at the wild coyote i think it might have even been called tortillas at that time that's when The Fool, Martin, and uh, Armando were uh, touring heavily with uh, Gabriel, also known as Fluffy, originally known as Pikachu. And uh, we were there um, holding down the fort and having sets. I think Benny Manna might have been hosting. Uh, And I had a real good set, and I remember, yeah, bro. I got to say, you talk about black people, Latinos, now give us some white jokes. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) whoa. Not that I talk about those two of the folks or uh, peoples in a negative light, but I was just like, nah, dog. I've never been that dude. Um, But nevertheless, uh, yeah, the revelation of uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, uh, application to the um, Texas State Bar Association. Um, that was a pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I don't think the word will be exciting, but it was pretty uh, eye opening. There you go. And uh, yeah, man, uh, the State Bar of uh, Texas. Ha- somebody posted it on Twitter. I know the Donald went ahead and uh, posted it, but somebody did it beforehand. It's State Bar of Texas. It's a uh, a registration card, and it's uh, her title is Elizabeth Warren, female. Her address or whatnot, where she was staying at, date of birth, that stuff was blocked out. Her place of birth, Oklahoma, um, and you know the schools attended. You know, University of Houston got her bachelor's in science. Rutgers Law School, where she got her juris doctorate or earned it. You know, you know there's no question about that. Uh, her uh, date admitted to the pra- to practice uh, law in Texas was April 11th, 1986. Um, and uh, what it said, what the whole thing is, it's, uh, it's race. It just says her race. And it says American Indian. <laughs> and look at her, you know. Sometimes you can't tell, you know, if uh, somebody's um, of a certain um, ethnicity. Uh, but sometimes you can. And I really, 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 really doubt that she's... Native American, but that's uh, I guess that's what she used to get into Harvard, and uh, this is a quite um, a. Uh, but I think she was a professor at Harvard. I, I don't really know, but uh, it's irrelevant at this point. But it, it it's it's a tragedy that somebody does stuff like that. And uh, what's uh, even hysterical on top of that is that uh, she's running for uh, for president, and we have Kamala Harris, my. <laughs> Dude, I do not think that lady is sincere whatsoever. Um, I just don't. Uh, I I don't buy it, dude. You know, and it's nothing against her or anything, but it's just like I don't think she's the answer to the Donald. I don't think any of those three uh, uh, candidates are. And uh, here's a little bit of uh, of um, well, shall shall I say, um, evidence that. Um, She's not cool, uh, and with that, I'm going to tie in the the governor um, Jerry Brown uh, because they along uh, they t- they took the side of the state, which is against this uh, particular lawsuit that um, I'll be uh, speaking about uh, very briefly. And um, it has to do with um, uh, a lawsuit that um, that happened. It happened. Uh, when did it take? It's a uh, Vergara or Vergara versus uh, California, uh, and this goes back uh, goes back some time. I think it goes back to uh, let's see here. Um, hang on, it goes back to two thousand. Let's see here. Uh, goes back to two thousand fourteen, and it's uh, it's basically um, a lawsuit where it says a. Uh, Um, Kids have uh, been at a disadvantage, especially Latino kids, uh, because um, tenure teachers, if uh, you guys don't know what that is, tenure is once you achieve tenure as a teacher, you can't be fired. The only thing you can be fired for is like something very, very grave. Nothing to do with your performance, however. And uh, and at that time, LA school superintendent, John uh, Deasy, supported the effort to repeal the statutes that allow for tenured teachers to even exist and uh, that was a uh, that was a uh, that was a uh, quite uh mind bending that um an actual uh, superintendent was uh, for the lawsuit and uh, i think it was against um against the union they were trying to go against the union and we all know that um that uh, the la t-shirt <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> the LA uh, teachers uh, union uh, uh, went up against um, uh, La- Los Angeles Unified School District. Uh, they had that uh, that uh, that teacher strike, you know, and it goes to show that uh, how po- powerful uh, teachers unions are. So uh, basically, what this lawsuit was going to do, if it um, prevailed, which it did, but then it got knocked down in uh, the appeals court. Excuse me. It got knocked down in the uh, in the appeals court, so I guess the next step would be up against um, the Supreme Court. Whether it's heard or not, that's going to be uh, what's going to be coming into question. Um, so yeah, man, um, look up that lawsuit. That way you can um, you can um, kind of uh, get a, a gist of uh, what's happening or what, ha- what what took place. And um, the uh, lawyer um, working that lawsuit is a. Uh, Gentleman by the name of uh, Ted Bostros, I believe that's how you um, how you uh, pronounce his name. And uh, yeah, so um, just quick question on a uh, quick question, quick uh, comment on uh, tenure in uh, the case named Vergara versus uh, California seeks to strike three labor laws in the state, and they are tenure. California's Permanent Employment statute mandates that the administrators either grant or deny permanent employment status to teachers after only 18 months. However, the plaintiffs claim that the amount of evaluation time is not sufficient to determine teachers' effectiveness in the classroom as new teachers have yet complete complete their beginners program, LA Unified School District Superintendent John Deasy seconded that assessment when he testified, there is no way that this is a sufficient amount of time to make such an important decision. Uh, Makes sense. And also uh, the dismissal statutes, once teachers receive tenure, it is nearly impossible to remove them from the classroom for poor performance. And that's what it is here, folks, poor performance. You can't – that's – in any job, if you have poor performance, they'll give you the boot. Not in this job. State records indicate uh, there are more than 300,000 teachers in California's public schools, yet according to the nonprofit Students Matter, the sponsor of Vergara Garra. – let's double-check that. I think that was – yeah, yeah, that was – that was a typo. Vergara versus California. Over the last 10 years, only 91 tenure teachers have been removed from classrooms. Wow. And of those dismissals, just 19 were due to poor performance. Hey, casarich in the classroom. The process uh, to remove a bad teacher uh, can take up to 10 years and cost millions of dollars in taxpayer funding. Noted DZ. Uh, seniority another thing attached to this uh, little three prong argument uh, california law dictates that school students must use the last in first out layoff statute uh, if it is ever if it ever has to lay off teachers when it comes to making their choices school boards are not allowed to consider a teacher's effective, effectiveness in the classroom the plaintiffs claim School districts are forced to retain ineffective teachers if they have been teaching longer, which diminishes the quality of educations that students receive. And uh, I definitely uh, agree with that. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to check that out, um, check it out. Um, uh, this one, this uh, particular article that I'm uh, quoting here, I took it from uh, Forbes. And that's um, the publishing date is March thirty. 30- 1st 2014 and uh the author or her contributor here uh is james marshall crotty crotty spelled c-r-o-t-t-y i apologize if i um uh didn't give it any justice in its uh, pronunciation of the last name but uh, nevertheless um there you go uh and uh yeah the uh attorney is a uh, theodore J boutros jr and a uh, boutros uh, spelled b-o-u-t-r-o-u-s and again these are stories these are lawsuits um that are really not covered in the mainstream uh, media and uh, that's what i um in uh, the state of california was against this lawsuit so because um, it goes up to the attorney general um in there uh at the time was kamala harris and um he still is our uh, governor and that's uh Jerry Brown, and they were totally against the lawsuit because it threatens their uh, money, their political money, and again, the political money being the one of the biggest uh, donors. Of the party in that uh, in this state is uh, uh, California te- teachers unions. So, yeah, if they dismantle that, they dismantle their um, their um, their political uh, economic uh, stash. Or stashes. And that's the whole thing that uh, supposedly the uh, teachers union uh, was going after LA Unified School District saying that you guys are hoarding a lot of money and we need our raises. However, what I didn't didn't, uh, make any sense of was the fact that the teachers went on strike and they were already on vacation. So did they do it to extend their vacation? Secondly... The entire time I was in school, uh, K through 12, uh, there was always that uh, slogan, stay in school, stay in school. And to me, it was very important to stick by that standard or that slogan. And what those teachers did that one um, or those two rainy days was not stay in school, did they prove their point? Did they get what they want? Did they get their raise? Um, I don't know. And I don't think so. I don't know that a lot of... Uh, uh, if you are for education, I think you rather you should teach, regardless of what it is. Um, you know what it is when you're going to the teaching um, uh, career path. And... Uh, yeah, and they're also um, complaining about uh, charter schools. So yeah, uh, and one other thing that I got out of an article in L.A. Times was that there's twenty thousand um, homeless kids in the L.A. County or L.A. Unified School District system, and that blew my mind. I was like, wow. Sometimes it's hard to study when you have a home, <laughs> uh, do your homework, and all that stuff. So uh, just not even having a home is uh, tough. So I don't know if I know. Um, they were having troubles with uh, covering the uh, the substitute spots, and um, some kids went home, and a lot of kids, you know, depend on that food. But we can't put it on the teachers' back, too. I think uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, their union bosses and uh, how they went about negotiating, and they finally. Sat down and did their thing. And um, I believe with some help of the mayor, but it's like, come on, man. You should have negotiated that stuff before they went on break and it would have never happened. My whole thing was not for a strike. But it's just funny how all this publicity gets uh, strapped up on it. But nevertheless, back to the candidates. Um, those three candidates, hopefully, when uh, I don't know if any more are going to declare to run. But I really, um, and I'm not, and I'm not uh, pro uh, the Donald. I really don't care. I think he's a bullshitter. Uh, as you guys seen in the State of the Union speech, I'm for saving babies. I don't want babies to be killed. It's like, man, how many of your girlfriends ever had divorces, man? Come on, let's be real, man. it, <laughs> Chris Rock allegedly. Um, come on, man. A lot of that's just showmanship, you know. I thought that he killed his speech, killed it in the sense of bullshit, you know. Come on, man. Anybody that, uh, uh, you know, pays bills and works know, uh, knows that's a bunch of uh, um, uh, baloney. It's a battle cry, you know. Now we're stepping up to, you know, maybe go into this uh, next uh, uh, government shutdown. If these parties don't give them the wall or... Um, allocate money for his wall, which is not going to be the complete wall. And all that rhetoric about the wall and anti-immigration legal, illegal, whatever you want to call it, has been the same. Um, There's videos of uh, Bill Clinton saying the same stuff. Um, Barack Obama saying the same stuff on the campaign trail. And to be quite frank, he didn't really quite frank he didn't really do anything. Uh, Obama for uh, immigrants, you know, he created DACA, which is actually categorized you guys or anybody in that um, that's under that um, umbrella of DACA to be um, to be um, documented, right? That's one thing he did, you know, put you under a microscope and then like put you in limbo after uh, he uh, exited the uh, presidency with no resolution whatsoever for you guys. So yeah, man, I can't wait till this uh, the uh, campaign starts taking place, and he just starts trashing these candidates. Because um, quite frankly, I don't think they're doing any good for anybody. You know, in my in 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 my um, in my opinion, and you know, without citing any spe- specific uh, examples, because there's uh, there's really no need. I mean, because if it it was true, we would know. Uh, also, I just want to extend my heart out to. Uh, Mr. Uh, Frank Robinson, Hall of Famer and the first uh, African-American big league manager. Uh, He died today. So, uh, yeah, man, Uh, RIP, my brother. And also extend that to... uh, Rory Hillman, uh, haven't spoke about him in a while, but one of the reasons uh, I uh, feel that I have to do this podcast on top of the folks that listen, um, and I don't want to be coming at you in some oratory, oratory, uh, false, unsincere fashion. Uh, we've had conversations uh, before me and him, and also the listeners that support this podcast. Is uh, he was a really cool dude, and um, he said, "Do it, man. You got to do it. You got a lot of stuff to talk about." And I do. Trust me. If I'm not talking on this microphone, I'm talking in my head, dude. You know. Uh, the question is to record it and uh, put it out there. But yeah, uh, Frank Robinson was an, uh, an outfielder man in the 60s. he was with the Cincinnati Reds, I think 1962 and um, I mean that's one year. <laughs> you kind of see the little quick little briefs um, uh, with the Cincinnati Reds and he that, that was his big thing that he became a, a manager. He was the first African American manager in, the, uh, in uh, the major leagues, you know Hall of Fame outfielder. And, uh, yeah, man, he was 83. He lived a long life, you know? Uh, I mean, some people say here at like, you know, 40 years old, it's like, feels like an eternity, but you know, 83, that's, uh, that's a nice little run. And uh homeboy was from Oakland, Oakland, California, uh, native of California, <laughs> Speaking of native, <laughs> every time I hear native, I just hear that Elizabeth uh, Warren stuff. But he had 586 home runs, ranked 10th in all of uh, in the all time list for baseball. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, R.I.P. man. And boy, do I love baseball. And talking about baseball, baseball is going to be like um, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's, uh, it's ready to go. It's around the corner, right? Especially after that. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sorry ass super bowl that guy handed to us huh man dude super bowl you guys watch that stuff man <laughs> what a letdown. what's up with all you uh la fans huh and and the new la fans i'm not talking about like uh the original uh uh rams fans you know what i mean like the only ones that i know of that i can think of is the devil uh jean pompa and uh the d child i forgot his name though but he's a comedian i don't know if he's still doing it uh, david duarte he's from uh, where's he from i think glassell park but nevertheless uh those are guys that i know that uh, supported the um uh, the rams from uh the move to st louis and then when they came back to la and then like you know when everybody comes to la you know everybody uh, switched and put their little rams jersey especially when they started doing good i actually don't um like It's not that I don't like the Rams. They're not my team. I, I've always told you guys the uh, my team is Raiders, and I like the Raiders because of their colors. I mean, if the Raiders were the colors of uh, the Miami Dolphins, we would be having this conversation. But, uh, yeah, I never really liked the Rams. I mean, they're cool. I like the little hat that Paul Rodriguez wore in Born in the East L.A. That was a cool-ass Rams hat. I'll rock that. Uh, when I was a baby, I think even like before I was even born, my folks, uh, uh, my dad... Uh, was a friend, uh, friends with a gentleman by the name of uh, Francisco Corrales. Um, we used to call him Corrales. He was an old man, and um, his uh, son Frank Corrales Jr. I believe <laughs> has to be right. <laughs> he was uh, he was a kicker for the for the Rams. He works for the city of Riverside now. His name is Frank Corrales. Uh, look it up. And um, my dad was talking about this time. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he. Uh, the the guy had a couple. He had a quarterback there and a couple other players in that uh, in that um, in that team at the particular time. And uh, they were up there hanging out at his house. And also, uh, my dad won a couple games with the uh, Corrales too to the Coliseum. And he said that's the first time he's seen a like um, T-bone steaks uh, cooked on a on a on a flat grill. Um, and they were making sandwiches with uh, eggs and cheese. And he's, uh, he was like blown away by that stuff. Anything you wanted to drink, all that stuff. And that was in the 70s, dude. So, yeah, man. Uh, and with those uh, memories or memories or stories being told to me, I've never really been a Ram fan. And I really didn't jump on the bandwagon when they came to L.A. And no disrespect to, towards anybody that did. Or um, it's an original fan or a true fan, whatever you want to call yourselves. But I just wasn't with it, um, <laughs> with the whole uh, Rams mania. I don't know if that's what they called it. I just called it that. And, uh, yeah, my team's the Raiders. And I remember uh, in preseason, the first game against the Raiders at the Coliseum this year. Uh, <laughs> actually, last year now, buddy. Um, <laughs> the Raiders got creamed uh, by the um, by the, uh By the, um, um, by the, um, by the, uh, by the Rams. (laughs) Oh, shit. This just in. I just seen it right now. Um, an apology from the heart. Senator Elizabeth Warren. um, My apology for my heart from Senator Elizabeth Warren. Sorry for identifying as a Native American. Whoa. Senator Elizabeth Warren apologized Wednesday for not having been more sensitive about tribal citizenship after the Washington Post published uh, a 1986 Texas bar registration card uh, where she listed her race as American Indian. I'm not a tribal citizen. The Massachusetts Democrat told reporters, my apology is an apology for not having been more sensitive about tribal citizenship and tribal sovereignty. I really want to underline the point tribes and only tribes determine tribal citizenship. So now you need to make a donation, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't go back Warren told the post in response to the story about her Texas bar registration but I am sorry for furthering confusion on tribal sovereignty and tribal citizenship and harm that resulted well she's really a lawyer, lawyering up her um, jargon here <laughs> it's meant to confuse man it's not meant for a direct yes or no question uh, it's funny here um, yeah so <laughs> there you go man Wow. Yeah, she was a law professor at Harvard. Um, the former law professor uh, also apologized to the Cherokee Nation in a phone call with tribal tribal chief Bill John Baker last week for her public release of the DNA test, which an expert said was stronger evidence that she had Native American ancestry. The test showed... Um, the Native American ancestor dated back to at least sixth generation. Wowza. Yeah, man. Um, I'm 1% Jewish according to uh, Ancestry.com. You don't see me walking around with a yarmulke. But I do love uh, the Jewish people. Lots of soup, all that stuff. Give me a knish on the corner of 52nd Avenue, right? So, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Extending confusion. There's no confusion. You're not a Native American lady. Come on now. and give it up for that political, what is it called, proselytizing? Wow, man. Wow. So how you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude. 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 Yeah, man. So yeah, dude. Catching up Aren't we bro We're catching up Yo I was gonna also extend um, A shout out To um, To Chris Doran. If you guys can check out His podcast The title of the podcast Is That's That Podcast And I think They're on episode like 26 So check them out Follow Chris Doran at Chris Doran on Instagram and check all that other stuff out. Hit up uh, the Yo 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 podcast with Martin and Hooter Moreno and shout out to Danny Frank. Shout out to uh, Cosme Cordova at um, Division Nine Gallery. We are working on a show for Riverside. Uh, I mentioned it on the What's Up Full podcast yesterday. Excuse me, I don't have anything to drink. I'm all just so, <laughs> but uh, you guys are going to be able to hear all that stuff uh, with these new uh, this new microphone and. Uh, damn excuse me wow there we go again man shit there's a reason it's happening right man and uh this new mic and uh, through this uh interface so yeah dude uh, we're working on a new room for um Vivalo's jokes it's gonna be a smaller room it might be in the life art center um here in downtown Riverside And uh, yeah man, so we're working on that I had a meeting with the Cozman Monday And hopefully it comes to be man Because we need to do something here at least once a month And get that rolling So what else is cracking? That's it man Doing my thing dude uh, My dad's uh, almost wrapping up his project uh, Building that house uh, Shout out to uh, Madera Plumbing uh, That's right, Madera Plumbing Here in Riverside, California And uh, they go all the way to the greater Los Angeles area, wherever you might need them. And a direct number to them, any of your plumbing services, you can uh, contact... um, antolino madera jr and his number is 951-505-0837 and with that being said ladies and gentlemen uh i'll catch up with you guys very soon thank you very much for listening i gotta hit the streets you know what i'm saying i got shit to do you guys have a wonderful rest of the day i'll be hitting you guys up again very soon uh again you guys got all that info on those shows birmingham rally and uh you guys got all that info to get a hold of me uh through email. And yeah man, you guys keep shining. Check out the What's Up Full podcast and I'm out like a phantom. And also, check out this tune. Yeah man. Hey, don't forget about Frank Severo. Yeah, don't forget about him. And I'm going to tell you what It's just coming from James no Keep your spirits up and check out this uh, this new jam. It's a guitar guy again, the same dude. John 5. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. remember that you can still get your yeah man t-shirts i have uh, medium through uh, 3x and they all come shipped with a complimentary yeah man flower grinder yeah man keep shining and look forward to talk to you guys soon have a wonderful day bye